Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Continental O-E-T-S. You can find weird things in your car, not just petrified French fries or melted crayons. Live snakes. Weird, bizarre trinkets. Stuff that makes you wonder, what the hell are folks thinking when they're driving? Anyway, you can also find Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching a new aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Fanatically engineered for a perfect fit. Form and function for over 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and in Canada. Continental. OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at OETechnologySeries.com. That's OETechnologySeries.com. Hey, everyone. It's Adam Carolla, and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, biggest celebrities in the automotive world. Um, current projects, working on a couple BRE cars, the Roadster and the 510. Um, the Roadster is, I guess, a team team car. And the uh, 510 is a privateer car. Right. The Roadster we've been talking about a long time, the one you guys have seen, there's another Roadster now. This is the second Roadster in the in your BRE collection. The uh, BRE, Pete Brock, still sending me emails. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. Um, they did a sort of blue and white scheme and a red and white scheme, and they did the same with their 510s as they did with their Roadsters. Yeah. Um they had the 510 with the red hood, I think 46. Was it 46? Yeah. Um, that's the one that's in the um, museum. Then they had the blue hooded one. That's the one I have. And uh, they did the same with the Roadster. I have the blue hooded Roadster and the red hooded Roadster. The blue hooded one is the one you've seen me drive before, and the red hooded one is in a million pieces. But. I think those are the only two roadsters. I think so. And uh, they're cool because they're cool pieces. And in a weird way, ev- everyone loves the 510s. But the roadster, in, in, a, in, a, in a weird way, is a more interesting piece. The 2000, not, not the 1600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they came with a five-speed, which is, you know, you're talking about 19... 19- 68, 1967, 69. It's a car with a five-speed. Yeah. The Z, but they're, but they're the, oddly full-frame cars. Yeah, the know? Zs the Zs came with a four-speed <laughs> years yeah. later, you know, yeah. or some years later. Um, I'm guessing the 510s all had four-speeds, but the, the Roadster had a five-speed, had a two-liter four cylinder versus a one six or one eight. Yeah. And, and, and like a big racy head and it was not an L motor. The Z's are L two, 
you know, 2400 and L18 and L16, or this is a U, which is a little different configuration. So, um, but those cars pull hard and, and, and yes, they have a full frame. So they have like a truck frame. Yeah. And they have a straight live rear axle. Yeah. And they have drum brakes in the rear, which they all had, but they haul ass and they're, uh, they're fun to drive. And I learned this lesson years ago, the first car I ever bought, like the first fun car I ever bought was a very used 240Z. And I just wrenched on it and experimented. And I just had all these, remember you'd have all these goofy plans for your car yeah, about what you're going to do to it. Stupid rims, stupid paint, like <laughs> stupid ever. Like you're going to just kept. <clears throat> and all I would do is sort of like, I sort of had the same relationship with the Z as I had with Playboys, which is I would go babysit and I would I knew the two kids I babysit, their dads had Playboys. And my dad didn't have Playboys. <laughs> my dad's a weird dude. Like my dad doesn't I don't think you could find He never had Playboys. Nobody <clears throat> even gave him one. I know he didn't <clears throat> buy one. Right. <laughs> my you if you walked into my dad's house at any point in his adult life, yeah, you could not look around his house. Now, it wouldn't take you long to look around his house because his house was always like 600 square feet or a shitty little apartment. You could not find a bottle of scotch, a bottle of vodka, a bottle of wine, okay. uh, a, a beer, mm-hmm. uh, a Playboy, a tool, a cigar, <laughs> Like no drugs, like yeah. uh, you know, some reefer. Yeah. Like, there was literally, if you went into my dad's house, you'd search the whole house, and you'd be like, "Does a nine-year-old just live here alone?" Yeah, like right. there's, there's no, no vices at all. There's nothing. There's <laughs> there's nothing. I I swear to God, he didn't. He own, didn't have one vice, like a pipe. He smoked a pipe. <laughs> he for a small, for a little period of time, I think he smoked a cigar for a small period of time. But other than that. There was nothing in the house. You couldn't find a steak. You couldn't find <laughs> a bottle of scotch. You, you couldn't find a Playboy. Yeah. You couldn't find anything. There was nothing. It's just, yeah. my dad just lived in a house. Maybe other things turned him on. I, I <laughs> don't a, know. Maybe a 14 inch black and white TV did it for him. <laughs> but I would, I think it was 13, but I used to go <laughs> and I would babysit for my these two uh, guys named Reevy and Ronnie and then my neighbor too and I'd babysit and the dads had like the playboy like somewhere like in the bathroom under the sink or something where dads kept playboys and I would just be 13 I would just stare at this playboy I would just stare at it and I was like God one yeah. day or what on could I job? do you were on the job I was on the job well the kids <laughs> went to bed you know I'd you know I'd have you know love boat and fantasy island to yeah, watch yeah. I'd just be sitting there on the sofa watching TV and just staring at play but <laughs> I had the same with my Z car later it's like I just look at it and I'd yeah. be like I want to do something but I don't have any money I don't have any tools yeah and I just like I I want to get a turbocharger and I want to build an engine and stuff like that and I had nothing I had like no I had no money. What, I had no tools. What, I had no garage. What was your car porn? Was there a was there a magazine or a book or a Cadillac or a catalog? 
you know, it was like a Hot Rod magazine or or a Summit Racing catalog or, or Jeg's catalog that you'd flip through. Probably not <clears throat> too much of that. I got the How to Hot Rod your 240Z and 510 and whatever the sort of yeah. iconic. What is that book, Max Zapata? So how book to, is how a to more Hot a Rod? <laughs> no, it's it's soft it's soft cover, but it's thick. And it's like how to hot rod your Datsun 240Z. I think it said hot rod, whatever. And the picture of it is a BRE 510, like on the cover. And I just sit there and look at like triple Weber setups for the yeah triple Weber setups for the oh yeah how to hot rod and race your in your Datsun. Right. Oh, I guess it was maybe it had a little bit of instructional driving thing to go along with. The mods you do. The picture is the 46 John Morton car at what I would assume is, you know what track that is? No. They tell me you can tell it's road Atlanta because you can see the clay. Okay. So if you see like yeah. the orange clay around the side of the track or the berm that like Paul Newman hit in his 510 and mm-hmm. blah, 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 then you'll know. It's road Atlanta, so I'm I'm assuming it's road Atlanta because of the sort of orange looking clay, but I don't know. And there's John Morton, and I was like, oh man, I could hot rod my Z, and I would just stare at the pictures, and they'd be showing the the Weber setup, and they'd be showing the they'd be showing the parts, you know, what I mean, but parts yeah, like the triple yeah. Weber setup that was like you know nine hundred bucks or something. It's like I, so I would just stare yeah. at it, and stare at it, but. I those are racing parts then. That's it. It's all racing parts. There was no like aftermarket no stuff. It wasn't like you're going to buy you know some well Gilstein coil over you put like, race, you'd have to do the racing. You put racing locked. parts on your street car, but yeah, yeah. It, so at some point, my buddy Snake <laughs> he bought a Roadster, pale yellow. They Dotson made a weird pale yellow, two thousand Roadster. This thing. Bone stock, you know, hubcaps on it, like had a little luggage rack, you know, on the trunk, yeah. you know, like just flat out bone stock, 2000 Roadster. Yeah. And, and I drove my Z over to his house in uh, North Hollywood and I was like, eh, it's a cute little pea shooter. And he's like, this car hauls ass. And I, I was like, yeah, but it's no, it's no Z car, you know, cause <laughs> look at my car. I got a Z car and you know, it's all racy and everything. Yeah. And you yeah. got this little fun little, little chick car. You yeah. Know? It looks like a little roadster. That's it. It just looks kind of like. My car has like mags on it and yours has like yeah. five inch steel rims with hubcaps. And um, we proceeded to have drag races up and down his street. Like, okay. And he beat me every time. Now, yeah. looking back on it, it was probably because he had the five speed and I had the four speed. Possibly. Possibly. But he just beat me every time. Yeah. I was like, that car hauls ass. Another time, he was driving up Laurel, and uh, or I think he was coming down Laurel, and some guy in a kind of like first-gen RX-7 like pulled up next to him. But yeah, yeah. An RX-7 at that point, like 1984, was like a modern supercar versus <laughs> a Zeke versus the two... 2000 roads. Yeah. During the, for, for the right. racer, Yeah. They raced down, <laughs> down Laurel sort of side by side. How do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Side by side. I was in a car behind him. So I was like following him, like, yeah. but I caught up. Uh, 
He beat him in the in the two thousand roadster bone stock. The RX seven ended up over the curb through a wrought iron fence and on a, the apartment a lawn of an apartment. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but that guy lost it. <laughs> the guy lost it. Went over the curb. <laughs> Another time, so I was like. The picture on the book is Road Atlanta, so says yeah. Max Because if you look at this other shot of these Dotsons at Road Atlanta, that's the same turn. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good. Sneaky. Good. Sleuthing? Sleuthing, I was going to say. sleuthing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, so I had immense respect for that car, like, early on. I'm yeah. Like, that's no pea shooter. That's a cool car. And then... Uh, the cars I have were BRE cars that, you know, Frank Moniz won the West Coast Championship. And I, I can't remember what the other one is. I don't know. Maybe Max Paddock can look. And I think Morton drove them, too. Yeah. Um, the scariest time I ever had in a car was in a 2000 Roadster, which was not racing the 2000 Roadster at uh, Laguna Seca, the scariest time I ever had was Snake had his roadster once again. He had some clutch problem with it, and, and and he took it to the mechanic, and they replaced the clutch. And it was, like, gone for, like, three weeks. Like, remember when you'd get your, remember when you have to dump your car off somewhere and just <laughs> yeah. be gone? And nobody had Uber right. or a rental car or cell phone or cell phone or like, hey, dad, I no need texting. to borrow your second car. Like, there no. wasn't any of that. It's like, no, send him an email going, what's the status? <laughs> you you dump your car off at the mechanic and the guy'd be like, ah, oh, we're going to, we don't, we don't stock those parts. Like that throw out bearing's got to come from Japan. It's going <laughs> to take a while and whatever. And you'd just be walking for like two weeks. Like, you didn't have a, <laughs> yeah. you'd have a car. Like you dump your car off somewhere. There was no Uber. We, I never took a taxi cab. Taxi cabs were too expensive. Yeah. Uber didn't exist. I didn't have credit cards or AAA. You couldn't rent a car for a week and like have your insurance right. pay for it. There was no insurance. There was no nothing. So it's just like for that, for like two weeks, like if you had a buddy who had a motorcycle or something, he'd lend it to you for two weeks or someone was out yeah, of town yeah. and you could like commandeer their car. Or you'd have somebody, you just like, Russ, at work, the drywaller, he'll pick you up on the way in to the job. Yeah, like, a, lot that, of that. a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, negotiating. Gotta buddy, you got to pick up that ride. dude. Yeah. Like, when's the last time you picked up some dude? There was a whole life around picking up dudes who didn't have cars, whose cars were broken, who was, like, you know. So he dropped his car. Anyways, car was in there for, like, three weeks. And... It sat for two weeks and six I, I'm, days. I'm sure. <laughs> At some point, he got it back. He got the new clutch. Yeah. He was happy about it. And we're going that night <laughs> to a party, and we're going up uh, Wrightwood, which is a street. You got to look up uh, Wrightwood in Studio City. So Wrightwood is this street that goes up. It like makes its way up to Mulholland, and it's like off of kind of Laurel and Kawanga and whatever. It's a yeah, weird, okay. windy, hilly street. Super windy and narrow that just goes up the backside on the valley side of uh, the San Fernando Valley and up over it'll get you to you can it's like it's like taking a secret back trail to get up to Mulholland like if you're going over the hill. Mm -hmm. And we're driving up that thing. Yeah, we're looking at the picture of it. It's and a you nice, know good squiggly line. Ray <laughs> is like sitting in the front seat, so I'm in the boot. 
I, there is no back seat yeah, in a roadster. Yeah. You have to sit sideways on a package shelf. Right. Now, their seats are all the way back, so my legs can't even go. No, you, you have to. You literally sit sideways. Like, you'd have to. You sit sideways on a, on a package shelf. And you're sitting behind the passenger and you're squished back there. And Snake is going up the hill, and it's, there's one part of Wrightwood that gets really bendy and really steep. It just gets it's really steep. And he's going, and the clutch starts slipping. Like, as he's getting up this yeah. steep hill, it's like slipping. It's got me and Ray. It's got like 400 pounds extra, dude. And, <laughs> yeah. and the car, and it's slipping. And Snake's pissed. He's like, God damn it. I just got this thing back from the shop. And it's basically doing what it was doing yeah, before. Yeah. And it's slipping and it's slipping. And at a certain point, we're like coming to a stop because it's just slipping. And he goes, God damn it. And he throws it in reverse and drops the clutch. Of course, immediately we start going backwards because we're just coasting hard. Yeah. So he didn't mean to. Get. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. He was pissed. Okay. He throws in reverse. He punches it. He drops the clutch. Now that we're not going up the hill yeah. with all the weight in the car, now we got all the weight going down, down the, hill. the hill. And now that he's we're moving, the clutch is kind of engaging now. Yeah. And he's punching it. And he's going backwards <laughs> down Wrightwood, down this windy, like at night. Like looking over his shoulder and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it, he's cussing the whole time. Right. Like he's just driving angry. I'm sitting in the boot. Like I'm like <laughs> trying not to block his vision. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> he. We go about 200 feet of just whining, like him cussing and bitching, <laughs> and like yelling at the transmission shop. Yeah, yeah, like, God yeah. damn it. And at some point, he just grabs the e-brake and whips it around, and the car just boom on a narrow street, like not on a wide part or anything. Yeah, just, yeah. Like the, when he whipped it around, there's probably a foot and a half of play on each side yeah. of the bumper between the curb. Just whips around now, and and then pops it in first gear, and we just go down the down the hill. It says nothing else. That's it. He's done. Nothing else. Later on, I I owned a roadster. And got like a roll bar welded into it and then bought an old roadster off of uh, my buddy uh, Umgad Abu Zamzam, who was like hot rodding it in the valley. So I had a kind of history with, with roadsters. Yeah. And uh, I always thought they were cool cool peas. And I still think they're like a little undervalued. I, yeah. I, I don't care about the 1600s. They have like a push rod iron head or something on them. Mm-hmm. Like not that interested. Get the 2000 for sure. But I don't know where they're at with the uh, bring a trailer. But if you look at the scattergram on bring a trailer with 2000 roadsters, I, they must be creeping up. They I are a cool so. piece. Yeah. And compared to your um, Spitfires and your MGs and your, your triumphs and your yeah. stuff like that, those cars are all sort of four banger push rod kind of four speed kind of slugs. Yeah, the Roadsters kind of haul, yeah, yeah. hauls ass. Yeah, and and it's it's great on the track too. Like you're saying, it's it's great in race trim and it's fun to see out there and and uh, it's a it it scoots. It scoots well, that good. that car, you know, when I was racing with uh, Martin, yeah, and uh, his uh, Alpha buddies, those guys are super experienced uh, drivers. On that track, I don't think anyone could argue that. And they're driving well-prepared Alfa Romeos. No one can argue with a well-prepped GTA or GTV 
full full race prep car. And that roadster hung with them just fine. Yeah. And eventually got past them even. So it, that's it, a good car. It looks like the roadsters yeah, doubled in the last five years. Yeah, really. You know, maybe ten to twelve grand, maybe now in the twenties. And a few up there uh, in the God, what looks like the fifties or something. I'm yeah, trying it's, uh, to thirty five. 35,000? Oh, is that 35, yeah, sir? 35. Can't see it from yeah. here. Ooh, 1,600, too. What? <laughs> no. What's the, what's the dealio? And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, the highest 2,000 is this is this one, Kalen. It's uh, 34,000. 34,000 for uh Boy, the, the 1,600 for 35,000. There must be some story yeah, in that. Yeah, it must be pretty nice. must be pretty nice. But either way... Uh, they're cool. They're cool pieces. Um, they have kind of a nice kind of Euro interior. Yeah. Um, again, they have a five speed, which seems seems pretty cool. Um, you can do things to them. They got a nice big hood scoop that the hood scoop is not for the intake. Um, the hood scoop just has a flap in it that pushes all the air to the radiator. Right. Okay. I got gotcha. you. It's one of yeah. those hood scoops. It's like a hood scoop, but if you go in. An inch, you'll see a flap of metal, and it all just directs it down to the yeah, down to yeah, the radiator. Not, not much, not much grill area on the front of that. Yeah, but yeah. a but a cool handling, like again, kind of cool, cool lines, mm-hmm. nice uh, interior. Put some rims on it and some mirrors on it, and do do some yeah. stuff to it. It's a good, good piece. Tune in next week for another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcast.